Hey guys, it is Lauren and Jenna, and this is episode two. Thanks for listening. We are going to be talking all about the one degree change that everyone should be making daily to get them closer to whatever their big scary goals are. Yep, and a lot of times when people do finally reach these goals, it almost looks like an overnight success. And it's just because they've been consistent for so long that everything starts paying off. So we're gonna focus in on that and we're gonna share our stories and a little bit more about how we have done that. Yeah, so when we think of, when I think about habits back like, I don't even know, like back in the day in like high school <laughs> and things like that. And, and I think about the habits that I used to have and kind of how I've shifted some of those bad habits that kind of kept me stuck. Like for example, like we all watch TV, right? Like all the time. And, and I will say one of my bad habits used to be like binging for hours and hours. And I think just even acknowledging the fact that I used to do that and now when I look at my life now with just all the pieces and moving parts that I have it's like these bad habits that you have developed can change but you don't have to change the whole thing overnight right you know so what like what would be one of your bad habits that you feel that you've kind of slowly decreased you know what um I think about my fitness journey and losing weight because at one point in my life I had about 35 pounds that I really wanted to lose but I had a really hard time with that because every time my husband and I would go out to eat we would order like three different appetizers and we would get drinks with with dinner and we would do that Friday night and Saturday night so it was like all the progress I was making during the week I was totally undoing over the weekend and now we've kind of we haven't stopped ordering drinks we haven't stopped ordering appetizers but Mm -hmm. we don't do it as often and now instead of ordering three appetizers we'll get one and we'll share it yeah but like yeah but like almost if somebody would have told you like if you would have went to somebody and said like I need to lose weight and they would have said okay well what are some of the things that you're doing that are causing you not to to get to that goal you would have told them probably like well we go out to eat a lot and we do this and that but if somebody were to tell you like okay you need to stop doing that it wouldn't have worked no because Mm -hmm. that's too it's too drastic too big yeah it's too drastic like you could have done it for like a short period of time but like a sustainable thing like that's yeah it's like, I know cold turkey works for somebody, but it doesn't work a lot of the time. Right. It really and, doesn't. And I think too, especially when it, you know, I focus a lot on nutrition and, and fitness and all that. And for me, like thinking about making those 100, deg- like a hundred percent changes like mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. it's like, that's where my emotional eating and my binge eating came into play because I would cut everything I loved out for so long And then it was like all of a sudden the wheels would just fall off Mm -hmm. and I would go back to every bad habit that I was cutting out all at one time. Mm -hmm. And that is more detrimental than anything. Yeah, no. And it's when I look back at like I had um, I had an eating disorder in high school and now my health is like literally a 180 degree turn. But you have to think that that was like what 12 years ago right um so like I gradually had to change my mindset I gradually had to make these tiny little shifts so I guess my tiny little shifts I would say and so in the book that we're reading Atomic Habits by James Clear he really 
dives into like you know what your habits are so like you drink coffee every morning some people do right so what you can do is you can build off those habits and really develop into your good habits that you want so when I was in that like frame of mind of like my eating disorder and having a really hard time going out to eat with friends and and being around that kind of thing like I had to gradually kind of get out of that and I guess the first thing I did was ask for help do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that can be with anything, not even if you have an eating right. disorder. Just, like, asking somebody for help. So, like, if you're working on health and fitness goals, like, how could you, like, if you don't have time to work out or if you're struggling with prepping meals or you're struggling with going to the grocery store, like, how could you ask for help? I like, think- what do you do with your groceries? You order them online? Yeah. 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 And I, I've actually had people tell me that it's ridiculous that I do my grocery pickup online because I don't have kids mm-hmm. and that like online grocery store pickups are just for people who are busy with kids. And mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of laugh at that because it's like, it's all about prioritizing. And for me, I don't want to spend an hour and a half in the grocery store right. once a week. I want to spend my time being productive and doing things that are going to help me grow my business, help me grow my relationships mm-hmm. with my friends, with my family, with my husband. And If that means that I can take 10 minutes and schedule my grocery pickup and they will load them into my car for me, then that is a luxury that I can do. Yeah, and I feel like with, and I'm a mom, and I just found myself, when I was pregnant, I had this misconception of when I deliver this baby, I am no longer going to have any time for myself or my health. And what I found was at the beginning, when I first had my son, I had a really hard time asking people to help me. Like I thought that I was almost a bad mom for asking for help. But what I slowly found was when I did need to focus on my health, because I was a hot mess, I did ask like, okay, maybe I had my mom come over once a week so I could get a workout and she'd watch my son for like a half an hour. And then I would, you know, ask my husband like, hey, is there any way you can pick Cameron up from daycare so that I can make sure I get this, that, and the other done. Um, So it's just really all about like teeny tiny changes. And honestly, asking for help is one of the first things that I think a lot of people don't think of. Right. And then I should. Absolutely. And I think too, You'll hear us say time and time again, consistency is everything. Yeah, it is. You know, having your mom watch Cameron once a week or twice a week, but every week. Every week. Oh, every yeah. Every week. Being consistent. Like, every, well, right now, so I, I have a... Um, I have a business. Um, we are health and fitness coaches, and I love this business, okay? But I'm a mom of a toddler. I am a full-time teacher. I'm a wife. I It's like my life is insane. So I, I knew that, and so I asked my mom, I'm like, hey, every Thursday, is there any way you can pick Cameron up from daycare so that I can work on my business for, like, two hours straight? Like, that non-distracting time. Like, I have nothing coming in my way. And so every Thursday, you guys, and she knows it, it's like clockwork. She picks up Cameron. They go do their little dinner together so he gets time with grandma and then I know that that time is for me to work on my business right yep and I will say too I mean when you have a big goal like this you really do need to think about scheduling out your time in ways that it sets you up for success Mm -hmm. so like for me um, when I was teaching I used to teach elementary school full-time and I was also working to build my coaching business so for me I would have to get up earlier I would have to schedule out little pockets of time here and there where I knew that I could focus on specific parts Mm -hmm. of my business, parts Mm -hmm. of my life. Um, 
and I know Lauren, you're doing that too. Oh yeah, right now because you're still cracks full-time. of your day. Like if you guys are listening to this, you need to write that down. If you're trying to figure out how the heck to manage your crazy freaking life, and you really want something bad, but you feel that you're making excuses because you're too busy, you need to write down, put it on your mirror in your yeah. bathroom, like cracks of my day. Like cracks mean like five minutes. Like right now, what are we doing? We just got off an airplane. We're okay? actually sitting. In Chicago Midway International Airport. Yeah, yeah. we just got back from Utah mm-hmm. um, on a coach's retreat, and we literally have 20 minutes, and we're like, all right, we need to record our podcast because we didn't get a chance to do it while we were there in Utah, and so we literally found a seat, and we're just using our time. We're yep. not wasting the time that even these 25 minutes, a lot of people would say you can't get much done in that time. Right, and here's another tip too is I think very first thing when you wake up in the morning, you need to be very specific about what you need to get done in your day. Mm -hmm. So I like to write down the top three things that I need to accomplish to make myself feel like I got something done that day. Mm -hmm. So for Lauren and I today, it was record our podcast. We knew that was a non-negotiable thing. And at some point during the day, it was going to get done. Yeah, for sure. And then just other little things like even like workouts and I don't know. Like I, I used to have an excuse that I, you know, I can't get up early. That's too early. Like I have to have energy to teach. And I understand like your job, it it sucks. You dry sometimes and your kids sometimes suck. You dry, but I had to literally make a decision like, okay, I have to get up and you guys are gonna think this is crazy, but I get up at four in the morning and I get my workouts in and you know what your body gets used to it but that is the only time in which I can get that in and feel like checked box check box got my workout in right did something for mom um, now after school I can really focus on either my business or my son or I have other open time in the day and it really is a mindset thing and a decision so you need to decide what you want and be super clear on that and then set small goals in order to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, perfect example of this, one thing that I am still really struggling with is I'm always late. Anytime I go yeah. anywhere, <laughs> anytime I go anywhere, I'm always late. We went to pick Lauren up for this trip and she called me and the night before and was like, like do not be late. <laughs> oh, where's your faith in me? But it's, I, it's justified because I'm always late. So one small change that I've started doing is for me now I get up in the morning and I get my workout in, I do my personal development, I do my morning routine, but as soon as my workout is done, I go shower and I get myself ready and put together Mm -hmm. because I was prioritizing my business, everything before getting myself together. And that was my problem because, and it took me kind of taking a step back and thinking about this and looking at it because I'd spend so much time working on things, then I would run out of time and then I'd always be late. Well, let's talk about limiting beliefs for a second because for a while you used to say, I'm just a person who's late. Right. You identified with a person who was late. Right. And that's what a lot of people do is like, they'll say, I'm not a morning person. I'm not a person who works out. I don't eat healthy. I, it's it, That's a serious like identity belief that you have and you can change that belief and that's the only way you're going to stop being late is to change that belief in yourself that you're not a late person you're not you're an early person yep and I think that was crystal clear to me when I was reading the first five chapters of Atomic Habits because he was talking about a smoker someone who is trying to quit smoking and you know if you are saying if someone offers you a cigarette and you say oh no thanks I'm trying to quit 
that is very different from saying I don't smoke. I'm not a smoker. Yep. And you have to identify with that person and change your entire identity around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, we have to actually go run because our flight is going to leave here pretty soon. But I hope this was beneficial to you guys. Um, we are going to do another episode uh, for next week. And our episode is going to be about what? It's all about how to actually put these 1% changes into play. Because 1% is so small, you can do little things every single day and stack these habits on top of each other and eventually change your life. Yeah, and we're all about like... Like, I don't want to be preaching to you guys and just saying like, this is what you need to be doing. It's like, we're going to actually give you what we're doing. Tangible things. Tangible things. Like this is what we're doing. Okay. Now you go apply this because that's one of my biggest pet peeves listening to any type of personal development or podcast is when they don't give you like actual things right. to do. So, and one thing I want to add on to this, you know, leaving Utah, I felt like we talked to so many people who were like, oh my gosh, like you guys have done so many great things. Like how have you done this? And it's almost like we look like overnight successes yeah. with things that we've accomplished, but people don't see the the tiny little, mm-hmm. not even tiny, well, the they don't, they amount don't, of effort. Yeah, they don't see like me getting up at four in the morning and working out and me scheduling time with my mom to pick up Cameron so that I can work on my business in my basement. Like you guys don't see that. Right. And it's, it's not something that we talk about often, which right. is why we want to do this podcast with you and give you these, these steps and these tools so that you can change your life too. Mm-hmm. Yep, for sure. Well, thanks guys for listening. We're going to go head back to Cleveland. O-H-I-O. <laughs> All right, bye guys. We'll see you next time. Bye.